Good morning, rap boys. Ah, Hi, Rebelli. I was so happy to hear Rebbe giving Hillel Kamiansky a well-deserved shout out. Acknowledging his commitment to living in Israel while working U.S. hours. So later that day, I saw Rebbe Hillel, who's walking, making his way through the coffee. He's by the coffee. There he is. So Hillel told me, I asked him, did I exaggerate? He said, no. He did sleep two and a half hours that night, and he still gets up early to come to Shul, to Davin, and to learn. Huh? He, you saw him do the daf on the plane. All the while, Lafiyami is an integral part of his day. While we miss Hill and Sabrina in Los Angeles, we are so proud of what they have accomplished. Hill was, an instrument, was instrumental in getting me to join MDY, and I always feel a strong connection to the base Medrash, seeing him there, sitting to your left, right over here. Please see the attached photo from your visit to Los Angeles one year ago. If my memory serves me correctly, Rebelli requested this photo with his, the friends of Hillel once he realized that a number of us knew him, know him well. He's a true example of what makes MDY so special. Your Talmud since Subis, Daf, Ayin, Dalid, Simcha, Man, Shabalechim, Hillel. So who's, who's Simcha, Man? I'm just here in the, in the picture. Which one is Simcha? The one on the right? The one on my left. The one on the left side of the picture. Okay, got it. Not you, the one next Yeah. This is Shalom Friedman, sixth grade Yeshiva Torah of Adas, getting a pair of cufflings for finishing cufflings. That's not cufflings. Cufflings. Oops. Finishing Masechta Megillah with MDY, you can't imagine the impact you're having on these boys when they get a chance to finish a Masechta for the first time. Your Talmud, are you checking out? Beautiful, unbelievable. Simcha, Mazel Tov. Hi, Rebelli. I'm sorry, Ms. Daf Kufches. In person, I'm in New York for Chasana. I heard the shout out. Oh, that's Ari. We're going to skip that one. Dear Aveli Shlito. This is the picture, no, because I don't do advertising and I love him very dearly, but we can't advertise a specific thing that he wants. This is the picture that I showed you in Miami. I was waiting till you get back to RBS to send you the picture because Yeshir is better when you are, when you are in RBS. I mean, Yeshiva Der Chaim in Borough Park, Kensington, and Ramosha Pluchak Shir. Ramosha Pluchak, very, very close to him. He was older than me, but. He, I used to stay by his house a lot for Shabbosim. He learned with my father a lot. Thank you for giving an amazing shir. I haven't missed a shir since brachas. In parentheses, not asking to come on the cruise. Started off with a different magid shir for the first few daf and brachas. That's definitely, that's, I think it's better if you start with, straight out on Shabbos or in Erevin than to start, it's a big no-no. No, for cared. No, now I'm thinking it's for cared. Other Rabbi did tshuva. He saw. Okay. Talmud since Brochus, Lippi Gestetna, Toronto. P.S. Waiting for a see him in Toronto. We had a see him in Toronto. And now the Masechta is sponsored for the unity of Am Yisrael. The Parashachoy, by the way, tremendous Mazel Tov to the one and only Rafal the Barber. He got married yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. If you should have seen the people's faces, they were in shock. Okay, you have to be in the know. Aaron Freeman, it should be his chus to the rebellion for continuous yad b'shmai and teaching Torah the Klai Yisrael. Rebellion for the birth of Sophia Ruth. Ruth. 
Parasayoyim, Moshe and Shani Shlafrak, in honor of the birth of our granddaughter, Tahel Oria. Mazel Tov. Where are the Shlafraks today? Not here today. Yeah? I know, I just... I just. <laughs> Dr. The Parnasayoyim, Ari Rosenstein, Life Share, Community Base. I don't do this and I'm doing it for him. Because, what? What? Yeah, no, I read that. Okay, you're right. Art of the Month. Now into the schus for an easy childbirth, his daughter. Okay, I'll, I'll read it. Ari Rosenstein, Life Share, Community Based Financial Relief, Pledge Before Tragedy Strikes. It's time to end their window. Okay, fine. Beseder, doesn't mean I speak about something, doesn't mean that I advertise it. Parnas Achoydesh, anonymous for the schus for an easy childbirth. If I, if I advertise that, then I have to advertise the hundred other things that people ask me. I can't, I don't, we don't advertise. Parnas Achoydesh, art of the month, anonymous for the schus for an easy childbirth for his daughter and a healthy baby. Raboisai, we're starting a brand new Mishnah. And the first part of it, we just learned. Hechem Bigdaini. A guy gives his car, his bull, to somebody to watch. And he goes and he demands it back. So there's two options that he could do. Either he could lie and say that it was stolen, or he could lie and say it was lost. And there's a difference. If he says, Omar Loi Ovad, the Shoimer says, I don't know what you're talking about, or I do know what you're talking about, but it got lost. Mashbiachani, I want you to make a shvua of Omar Omein, and he says, Omein. As we said, you don't really have to say Omein, you can say other Lashoinas, I agree, whatever, in Shvus Habikad. And they them come and say, and pay attention to this word. It says here, Sha'acholoi. He consumed it completely, it's gone. The Edim testified that he consumed it. He had a barbecue. He, he devoured that animal. Mishalim Karen. All he pays is one thing. Karen. Why not Chaymash? Rabbi Isai, why not Chaymash? Anybody? Because he wasn't Moida. In order to pay Chaymash, you have to admit. He didn't admit. The Edim came and forced him into the situation. But he didn't steal it. We're not talking about, he's, it's a picado. So let's, let's understand this, okay? So with no, no questions. If a, if a person doesn't steal something, it ends up in his possession because he's a shimer, he's watching it. So some, the, the owner actually put it in his house. And then he claims that it was stolen. He didn't steal it. He claims it was stolen. That way had a whole sugis, toy and tainas ganav. That's what the mission is going to be talking about in a second. And in that case, you pay kefal. But that's a chiddush. He didn't steal it. He claimed it was stolen. And he stole it. He took it. But that's not stealing. It's a different, it's a different gather. Over here, it's one step less than that. He was put in his possession and he took it. He ate it. That's not considered. Yes, it's stealing. But it's not the Hilchas Gneva where you pay kefal. We said the nafkamina between a ganav and a gazlan. It goes, it goes at night. It goes in the day. Over here, it's neither. The guy put it in his, in his, in his backyard. If he admitted on his own, now we have the halach of because he admitted and he pays and a carbon. Same story, different excuse. Where's my bull? It was stolen. And the person says, okay, so I want you to make a shvua. And he says, Amen. And then we have witnesses that testify that he stole it. In this case, he has to pay double. 
pays the principal a fifth or 25% and a carbon. If you want to go like Alpikabala, uh, like Lidrish time of the Kra, you see enough community between somebody that says it was stolen and somebody that says it's lost, perhaps. Somebody that says that it was stolen, he absolves himself of all responsibility. He says, hey, I did what I needed to do. Somebody crawled through the window in the middle of the night and stole it. I'm a big tzaddik. A guy that says that he's that it got lost, he's saying in a way that he's a shlamazel. Like he didn't take care of it so well. It's, it's, so, oh, that case, you're already taking a little bit of responsibility. You have bushes, bushes. You could, uh, you don't have to pay kefal. Maybe. But the Pharisee Israel points out a very interesting thing here. That is that when a person says avad, it was, it was lost, and he consumed it, even if he consumed it, he's potter from kefal. But when a person says nignav, even if it's be'ain, it's still here, 100% whole. Here's the animal. But he claimed that it was stolen, he has to pay kefal. So it's mikotzeh lakotzeh. Shom Aleichem. You're, you're not here for a year, right? First time? Yeah, you want to mess with me, right? Second time. Oh. All right. Is he really? Wow, Chashev. Okay. Says the Gemara Racham Shom Aleichem. Now we have a brand new topic. Brand new. And this brings us into very, very interesting sugas today. Mamish, Givaldika stuff. Hagoizel Asavim. A person steals from his father. Now I want to be Milam who steals from the father. Nobody like goes into their father's house and steals in the middle of the night. His father was getting a little older. He was put in charge of the bank accounts. And slowly, you know, <laughs> anyways, I'm going to be Yarshanid, so let me take a little bit. Oh. And then the father says, wait a minute, the father wakes up. He's 98 years old, but he knows what's flying. You know those guys that go to the bank every day, twice a day? He sees, what's going on there? It's starting to... The book. You remember the book? They used to come with the book and check and take out $2 every time, put in three. There's a whole... Yeah. And he says, I, I swear, what are you talking about? And then the father dies. And then he admits afterwards, after his father died, he admits his wrongdoing. Not his father's face, of course. He admits his brothers. Not to be confused, it just means the sons and the brothers of the father. In other words, this person's brothers are bonov. Not the bonov of the ganov, the bonov of the father. Meaning he has to pay his brothers. Very interesting Kiddush here. If you want to be Yaitzei, the mitzvah of to a father who's no longer alive, you give everything, even your shear, even your shear, you give to the brothers. Because part of what he stole actually belongs to him. Halachically, theoretically, uh, Yerusha-wise. Yerusha he, let's say he has two other brothers, so a third of what he stole should be his own. No, says the Mishnah, he give everything. Even his third, he gives to the brothers. What if he doesn't have enough or he doesn't feel like losing his shear? So a boy said, what's the Eitzah? A guy, he wants to pay his brothers in full, even his shear, but he wants to retain his shear. So what does he do? I need a good Eitzah. No. 
Oh, borrow money and what? Who's borrowing? Who's bar- Who's paying? How? Where? Oh, so the mission is going to say. So something like this. I last night after Shear, so Yoshi did this after the Hebrew Shear, but I was busy with uh, Mishpacha magazine until like two in the morning, so I couldn't like give him horror. So it's not a hundred percent, but it, it, the idea is here. See, I have a Ghanav and a father, a son and a father, and the father has the son steals one hundred and fifty thousand dollars from his father. And then the father goes, bye-bye. So the halach is, he takes $150,000 and he gives it to his brothers. So really, the house should be pushed over now to his brothers. Okay? Fine. Now, what does he do? He wants to retain his own share of $50,000. He wants the brothers to have $50,000 each, not $75,000 each. He wants to divide it equally. Third, a third, a third, 50, 50, 50. So what does he do? He... He takes a, a loan before this house is pushed over. It's not good, okay? Before the house is pushed over to the brothers, he takes a loan of $50,000. And the $50,000 is secured by the house. Then he takes the house and he gives it to his brothers. So the, the, so the guy that lent him the money, he wants, he wants to be repaid. So he goes to the brothers and he takes the $50,000 out of the house. So what happens is the Ganov. Here, let's just see what happens. The Malva gives him $50,000 and he gets repaid by the brothers. So the Ganav gets $50,000 in his pocket, gets to keep. And he gets repaid from the house that the Ganav gave his brothers. So at the end of the day, what happens? The Ganav gets $50,000. Otherwise, if he wants to be mamish, mamish, he just gives everything to the brothers and Shalom Yisrael. New halacha. And we're going to go back to this. This also, I know people that this happened to them. One of my friends did something bad. I don't remember what he did. He really, he made his father really upset. He got into an accident, I think. Like he destroyed his father's car without Roshos. His father said, I'm taking you out of the Yerusha. And he called up the lawyer right away. I'm taking you out of the Yerusha. People do that. They get upset. He said, you're not going to have any Yerusha for me. You're, you're in Kainam. It's a ned there. Like, you're mother Ana for me. You're not having Ana. Emes, if that father dies, Yerushena. Because in Hilchas Yerusha, you can't undo Yerusha. Yerusha is Midaraisa. But what he could do is, if the father said, Alashen, that the son should not benefit from him after his own death, at the end of the day, the Yerusha does go to the son, but he shouldn't benefit from it. He should take it, because he did inherit it, halachically. He should give it to his brothers or to his uncles. Lechov is his uncles. Huh? I did. Which one? I said, I said. Those are the first words I said. We'll go back to the videotape. Now if he doesn't have what to eat, slightly different from before. Rashi says, Pasha doesn't have what to eat. And his, and his father said, you can't benefit from the Yerusha, and here's a nice chunk of cash. Loiva, he could borrow money against it. And, and the, the, the lender comes and takes from the Yerusha. Yes, he's benefiting, but in a roundabout way. It's a little bit indirectly. And because he has nothing to eat, we, we allow this. 
says Gemara Omer Rabbi Yosef, Afilu la'arnik t'shil tzedaka. What's a case of a person, he wakes up and he has no relatives. After the Shoah, after the concentration camps, the guy comes back, he comes to America, garnish, nothing. Not a father, not, a, not an uncle, not a cousin, not, nobody. And he remembers he stole money from his father. What does he do? Says the mission, what does he do? He gives it to Tzedakah. He should give it to Tzedakah. I don't know if this is a Meisah Shah, you guys from England can tell me. That just reminded me that reminded me that there was a in the newspaper it said that some some uh, from guy he won thirty two million pounds and he decided that he wants to give almost thirty of it to Zdaka. So people started like looking into his name and this based on the name address they they started flying to England and they, they had to tell them no that was just a perm stick it was no no. Never heard this Maisa. 15 years ago. I, I ain't chump. Says the Gemara. Omar Papa, here's the interesting thing. He's not Yoitza by just giving, making a whole, the, this uh, organization is going to honor him. This big veer is giving back to the organization uh, $2 million. No, you have to say, the $2 million this is what I stole from my father. Now, you're not going to get any covet off of it and pretend that you're big tzaddik and giving tzedakah. You have to, you have to announce it. Says Ramosha Feinstein, what if uh, it happens? A bachar yeshiva, let's say, damages yeshiva, breaks a door, a window, smashes something. You know, it happens in yeshiva, vandalism, I don't know what. So, says Ramosha that you give it back to the yeshiva, but you're not allowed to take credit for it. You can't say, oh, you take a page out in, in, the, in the ad book and the... You do it under still a hey, you give a check that nobody knows, anonymous, a real anonymous, and you move on. He talks about more like Zdokas, like somebody steals from a pushka. This kind of idea that, you know, when you want to give back, give back quietly. Don't try to take credit for, for your Gneva. <laughs> going back to that, going back to that, I was 100% wrong. Uh, I, got, I got a number of messages. It's interesting, from two anonymouses, the two, the real anonymouses of the shir, both of them sent me, one of them sent me during shir, one of them a little later. Just the IRS, it's funny, I laughed when I saw it, but basically, if you steal, you have to, um, what is it called? Declare it, you have to declare it to the IRS. IRS, I stole a million dollars, here's your share of the taxes. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Who in the right mind would do that? I mean, you're risking uh, whatever. And the Israelis were right also. I mean, there is. I, Baruch Hashem, I don't have experience with it, so I, you can't blame me, but they're right. They are right. Huh? I'm Tiftach Peh. What? It's like, he already stole. So he stole from individuals. He's not going to steal from the government? No. He steals from individuals. From the government, he doesn't steal. He gives their this shit. Like it doesn't, the whole thing doesn't make sense. You know, Chuzadina, Dina, the Torah, like, you know. It's only if you put another name on the top. When does he get caught? Okay. Ah, that's what you're saying. It's a law to get him again. They get him again another time. Not only the Gnei, but also on the, on the tax evasion. I hear? <laughs> he says you could steal in the son's name. <laughs> you do so like a triple trick, a shtick. Not Gavin. Okay, fine. Yeah. 
double shtick. Right? Says the Gemara. Says the, ask the Gemara, what's pshat that you give all the Yerusha to your brothers? Why should you give it to your brothers? He's one of the inheritors. Let him forgive himself. In other words, it's already, it, he already inherited it. It's his. Why does he have to give it to his brother? We just learned in the Afkuf Gimel. Here, let me just show you the Mishnah real quickly. It says the whole thing. That what if the owner tells the God of, I'm moichli you on the principal, but I'm not moichli you on the 25%. I'm moichli you on both. So in that case, even if he left over a half a pruta, he doesn't have to go all the way to Madai. Remember? So the, the one that was robbed has the ability to be moichli. But the Nakuda is, it's a very, very strong point. What happened to the mitzvah of Eishev Zegzela? Okay, I'm oichli, I'm oichli you. But the guy who wasn't Mekayim mitzvah of Eishev Zegzela, the answer is, he got rid of the, the mitzvah of Eishev Once he's Michael, there is no mitzvah of Eishev Zegzela. Okay, so here also, the inheritor, he inherited a million dollars, the $50,000 he inherited from his, from his father in, the, in this case of the house. It says, and now he doesn't have to give it back because there is no more mitzvah of Eishev Zegzela. It's his already. <laughs> The father was like Moichelim. How? By giving it to him. It's his gift. You're right. Oh, sorry. You see, there's no chiv of Eishu and Zela. You can be Moichel. Rabbi Yisraeli holds. You can be Moichel the Ganov. Rabbi Akiva holds, argues, and you can't, you can't be Moichel the Ganov. Let's see. The Sanyo. If we're going to see in a second, this is talking about, as the Gemara is going to explain in a second, but if you don't know who to give back this Gneva, so you give it to the Kayin, the Kayin gets it, and you bring a carbon. The principle, Ha'asham, Lahashav Ha'asham is not a carbon. Lahashav Ha'asham, Goya Lahashav Ha'asham, if you can't pay back the principle, so you give it to the Kayin. What's the case you can't pay back a principle? Is there a human being, a, a, a Yisrael, that doesn't have relatives? Even if he doesn't have cousins, so you go up the generation, you go up five generations, but you go all the way up to Avraham Avinu, somewhere you're going to have a cousin, a relative. We're talking about somebody that's a convert, became a ger, and he has zero relatives. And, if a person stole from a ger, and he swore to him that he didn't steal from him, and he heard that the ger, this is one of the, most interesting stories in Shas. He stole from a ger, and he heard that the ger died. And he's going up, going up to Yerushalayim with doing tshuva, giving back the money to the ger. How? By giving it to the kayin and bringing a carbon. Wow! I, I can't believe it. I saw the ad. I saw that you had a levaya. What are you doing? Why are you alive? How did I bump into you? Unbelievable. More unbelievable. The, the, yeah. <laughs> More unbelievable than that is that the Ger tells him, I'm telling you, the story goes on. It has this thing. Ger says, don't worry about it. You don't have to pay me now. Pay me later. You're Nebuch. Yeah. <laughs> Take it. Take it for now. It's a, it's a loan. Uvamase. The story gets even more interesting and he dies. So I'm sitting here in Beis Medrash and I'm thinking to myself, what, what's the case? What, how, how did this happen? Like, you're going to your Shalayim, the guy, you thought he's dead, but he's not dead. And as soon as he tells you that you could have the money, he dies. Like, what, what exactly happened? I had this idea, I, I, I sent it to Yoshi. 
And it came out ganz fine. I think, I think you'll appreciate it. Here we go. They're on a plane. Here, let me put on some, some volume. They're on a plane. Now, you have to notice the eyes. I'll go back to the second. Just the eye motions of Givad. What he did here is unbelievable. Shalom, Rav Mustafa. Such a shgoch I met you. I want to return what I stole from you. One second. First, I want a drink. You order service with this red button? And the guy behind him says, what happened to my meal? Anyway, that's how I, what should I tell you? My mind went to a different place over here. How is it possible? Hold on a second. Look at the guy's eyes. Here, you ready? The guy on the left, look at his eyes. Now look at the Arab in the back. He looks down. Everything's mamish. Gishmak. I like it. Okay, that ex- that's what the Gemara meant, no? Yeah, of course. But it's much better for the story. Right. It also doesn't say they gave it to him Balva. He gave him Balva. Anyway. <laughs> and also, by the way, most airplanes don't have that red button. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you have like. <laughs> Now, from, from now on, every time I hear, you know, these, these people, these kids, ding dong, ding dong. The, the flight, of the, I'm thinking to myself, oh, so we just lost another one. We just lost another one. Okay. I told him, I said, listen, to me, it makes sense that he was going to the bathroom, but he thought that the exit door was the bathroom. So he didn't like that. He wanted this, but okay, fine. But now the, 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 the mice makes a lot of sense now. Again, the guy steals from a gear. He hears the ger died. And then he goes, he brings it, he brings it up to Yerushalayim. He bumps into the ger. Some people say like, but was, my wife would ask, but, but the story never happened. Impossible. You're right. It's impossible. But, but it's a what if situation, right? The guy's a nice guy. said, yeah, you stole from me. Ah, I feel, you know what? You're such a sad You're trying to give back to me. Let me help you out. I know you, you, know, you fell on rough times. That's why you stole from me. Take it as a load. Now, here's the very, very interesting thing. Because when a, a ger dies, all his belongings become hefker. So whoever's holding on to that belonging becomes his. So therefore, this bad guy that stole his money, met him on the plane, Zohar other, he gets to acquire that entire money. Rebbe Kiva doesn't like this. No, if you want to be Yoytza, he must get rid of it right away. He can't keep it. Says tremendous that a person can be moichel himself. The ganav who has nobody to ask mechila from, because the ger that he stole from is dead, so he's moichel himself, so to speak. Like he doesn't have to give it to anybody; it's in his possession. So, in other words, we have the mission that says that a person could be moichel a ganav, and we have our Mishnah that you cannot be moichel, you have to give, can't even be moichel, you can't be moichel yourself, you have to give it to your brothers. So the Gemara says, we have a machlaikis here, according to Rebbe Saglili, you can be moichel yourself. This Mishnah goes according to Rebbe Kiva, that you can't be moichel anybody. Not even, forget yourself. For yourself, of course you can't be moichel. You can't be moichel a ganav, a ga- somebody came over to you and stole from you. It says the Gemara, uh, is of the opinion he's so strong forget that the ger gave it to him as a gift now as a loan 
So why does it say the story that he gave the ger alone? This is phenomenal. That even though it's alone, it's, it's not a gnev anymore. He, he flipped it from a gnev into alone. The ganav has no way out of this. He, he cannot hold on to it. Even though it's alone now. Why? Because it started off as a gneva. Start off as a gneva, you have to do tshuva. Masculine of Sheshes, Ihachiler, basically, Lishmina Nafshe, because Shinacherim. This is just my uh, thing, don't, don't worry about it. Atamocheli? Yes. This is a simple case where a guy asks somebody from Mechila, he has the right to be Moichalim. Says, says the Gemara, that's the Mishnah Nafkov Gimel. Our Mishnah says, I want to be Moichal myself. I'm a Ganav. I'm being Moichal myself. I'm forgiving myself. I don't have to return the Gneva. What, what's a bigger Chiddush? They can be Moichal yourself. Says the Gemara, so Rabbi Yosei should say as Allah in our Mishnah, that a person can be Moichal himself. And then of course, the Mishnah Nafkov Gimel, that you allow to be Moichal on a, a random person. And the reverse is also quite. Rav Kiva should talk about Dav Kuv Gimel only and say that even an owner, somebody who's robbed, cannot look at a robber in his face and say, I'm you. That robber must return it. That's a huge Kiddush. And then from then I'll know, certainly, that our Mishnah, the, the, the case on the left, if a, a, a person cannot be Moichel's friend, so certainly he can't be Moichel himself. Because of Rav Sheshis, Rav Sheshis, Rav Sheshis, Rav Sheshis, Rav Sheshis, both Mishnai Sarabi Yisagli. That what? A person could be Michael. Could be Michael. What? Now it makes sense. Our Mishnah, you cannot be Michael. Why? Because he's trying to be Michael for himself. You can't be Michael yourself. But it makes a lot of sense. You can be Michael the robber. So how come if somebody stole from a ger, how come he cannot be Michael? How come he can be Michael himself? Because when it came to the ger, he received it as a gift, so to speak, from the, from the ger. The ger said, I'm flipping it from a gneva, it's no longer gneva, now I'm turning it into a loan. Oh, so that I could keep. Let's do the opposite. Both of the Mishnahis are Rebbe Kiva. Rebbe Kiva only said, you can't forgive yourself. And that, how come we had the case of Zakhim and Milva? Zakhim and Milva, doesn't work, says Rabbi Kiva. If I flip your gneva into a loan, no good. Why no good? Because you started as a ganav. Show me that, you, that, 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 that you're regretting, that you're taking charata, that you're doing tshuva, that you're giving it back. You have to give it back. You can't just say, oh, but he gave it to me as a loan. Too bad. Sponsored by Greg Haber. No? Oh, we need a new sponsor. That's why it's not here. Okay. Miklal, yeah, sponsored by Greg Haber, one last time. For schos, of what? Oh, that we should all have Yeshua and the Chaylim should come back home and the hostages and the schos for all of Klai Yisrael. Miklal, the Rabbi Yosi Aglili, Sovar, Filu, Nafshei, Nami, Moti, Mochil. It comes out that Rabbi Yosi Aglili holds, you can be Mochil in both cases. Ask the Gemara, very simple. Remember that Pasuk. The Pasuk says over here, if you can't give it back to anybody because he doesn't have a relative, give it to a Kayu. What do you mean? What's the case? I stole from a Ger. Okay, so I gave it to myself. Ger died, I gave it to myself. Why do I have to give it to a Kayu? Here's a case, Rabbi Isai, very simple case. Here's a Ger. 
Did you steal my guitar? Me, of course not, I swear. Then the guy dies, so because he's holding on to the guitar, it's, you see it's on his back over there. So he's coining it because he has it. And then he's hoida. Yeah, it was me. So in this case, at the time that this person admitted that he stole, Hashem gives it over to the Gehanim. And we're going to see soon which coin do you give it to? This guitar. Who do you give it to? Do I give it to Danny Fine? Do I give it to Rabbi Schoenberg? Who? Rabbi Isai, here. Here's a question for you, Rabbi Schoenberg and Danny Fine. Who else is there? Eitan. I saw Eitan here. Eitan. Eitan's in the house. Who else? Oh, Rabbi Lachum Kat. Sitting with your grandson. He's a huge Kishran. Huge. He sent you a picture at two in the, two in the morning. He said he had a, a nace that his wife was sick and she wouldn't know that he's out. <laughs> he doesn't do this all the time. Yeah, he made me cry, actually. Fine, we'll talk about it a different time. So, no, he's a, he's a big Bakishman. He's a talent. So, says the Gemara that... What was I saying? Oh, question, Rabbi Schoenberg. If somebody steals from a ger bizman hazeh, how does he do tshuva? The answer is, he gives it to Koyanam. Says the Nitziv. <laughs> gives it to Koyanam. Which Koyanam? But we just, we're going to see soon... It's only the Koyanim that are in that Mishmar in the Bisham Mikdash. There's no Mishmar. What do we do? It's a Shailah. Boy Ravino. Gezel ha giyoyres ma'u. You hear the Gemara Shailah? Because it says in the Pasuk. Ish. Here. Vimein lo ish. It's not highlighted. They took it out by mistake. Ish. Maybe in this case it has to be a man. The Gemara is going to say no. Orachman of Eloisha. The what? That if somebody swore to giyoyres. What's the case? Again, what's the case? A guy goes collecting around Ramat B'Chemish for the Giyaris, you know? Oh, it reminds me of another Maisa. The guy, the guy looks around and he says, he says, why is this guy so successful? I, I, I'm terrible. I go collecting and I never make any money. So he, he follows the guy and he hears the guy says, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the grandchild of the Baditshava, this and that. Fine. He, another guy says, uh, The other guy says, I'm a Ger. Gets her. So he says, you know what? These guys are almost there. I'm going to put it all together. He says, I'm the grandchild of the I'm a ger. And again, he didn't get money. He didn't chap. Okay, fine. So he's... This, this is what happened. The guy goes around collecting money for Giyaris. And he takes all the money for himself. He gives her 2%. Takes 98% for himself. And then he swears to her, no, I didn't, I didn't make any money. I had no money. Mesa, she died. And then he admits to it. Right? So the same thing like what happened to the ger, but it's a, it's a woman. Maybe the Torah is just speaking the language. This is how people say they use a, the 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 zacher, not in a cave. Omar le Rav Aroin le Ravina. Interesting. Only mm-hmm. twice in Shas. So of course I we did a, a search for Rav Moshe. Does it say anywhere in Shas Rav Moshe? And we found it says Omar Rav Moshe Kibel Torah. Whatever. No, no, no. There is no Rav Moshe in Shas. Toshma the Sanyi Ish Eini Elo Ish. How do you know that when you have Gezel Ager, you give it to a man? Isha Minayin, how do you know to a woman? So here's the Pasuk. It basically, it says the word, L'hoshiv, and it says Hamushov, it says it twice. So we already know that I give back to a woman. Then, so, so why does the Torah say, Ish is not referring to a male, but rather to an adult. An adult. You have to see who are his relatives. A, a youngster 
doesn't have, he can't have children. So Mela, you know that if this guy, this kid is a ger, he's the son of a ger, a father and a son became gerim together, and his father died, he's by himself, he's on his own, you don't have to worry about, there's no children, what? I don't know, brothers, but he's, he, no, 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 not, no brothers, because he, they became gerim afterwards. He was a guy, he was a nine-year-old guy, and then his father said, let's become gerim, so there's no brother. Uh, just, I said this mindset probably three days ago, but I'll say it over again. Uh, a couple comes to, to court, to, to Besden, not to court, to Besden. They want to get divorced. How old are you? 103 and 102. So what happened? He says, what happened? We've been fighting for 80 years. We've dying to do this for 80 years. So why today? He says, fi- our kids finally died off. We're by ourselves now. <laughs> it's not funny, Ashi. They died. The kids died. We don't laugh. It, it's funny because I know what you're thinking. Ah, because people say you have to wait until they get married off. And this, they died off. I hear, yeah. That's why, yeah. I get it. Man. You get it. Okay. This guy has no relatives. So it says in the Pasuk, you give it to the Kayin. You see in this Pasuk, Hashem Kayin. So the Gemara says, you give it to the, that Mishmar. Meaning, it, you divide all the Kayin. You have a million Kayin. You divide them into 24 Mishmaras. Okay? What is that, 24,000? Whatever it is. No. Yeah? No. Whatever. 24 mishmaris divided by a million is how much? Why does it have to be a coin in that mishmar? So again, every week, the way it worked is every week, they divide all the coin into 24 groups, a mishmar, and that mishmar takes over the week. And every day of the week is a different family within that mishmar. But over here, we're going to give it, we're going to divide this money from the ger. Let's say you left a million dollars, we give it to the 25,000 goyahadim that are in that mishmar. Maybe you can just give it to Donnie, fine. So let's see this Pasuk again. Check this out. The end of the Pasuk says, In addition to, The, the person has to bring a carbon and also the money. To who? It should all go to the Kayin, the money, in addition to the carbon. So in other words, the person that is bringing the carbon. That Mishmar is in charge of the Karbanas of that day. Fine. This is super, super interesting. What happens if the God of himself is a Kayan? And then what? You're supposed to, if you're Yisrael, you bring it to the Beis HaMikdash and you give it to the Koyhanim. He is the Kayan. So should he bring it to himself? Same question as we had before. It's anyways going to the family of Koyhanim. And look, take a look. I'm holding on to this. I'm already in possession. Yeshali, the whole thing should be me, mine. If he gets these rolls, he gets a piece of it. So they already discussed. Yes, if a Yisrael comes to Besamikdash with a million dollars, you divide the million dollars by 25,000 people. It's not very much. Over here, you want to say you should get the entire thing because he's holding on to it. That's already a jump in the Kavachaymer. You can't do that. Okay. Rebbe Nasanoymer, same idea. So let me just say outside. If a Kayan brings a carbon, not his Mishmar, right? A Yisrael brings a Shlamim, a Chatos. 
Uh, Yisrael brings a chatos into the base of Mikdash, so the, the skin, the meat, whatever you eat from, goes to the kayan of that mishmar, the kayan of that mishmar. But what if a kayan, Rabbi Schomburg, comes into Dani, finds mishmar? He stopped, wants to bring a carbon out. Shlom. But it's not his mishmar. Dani Fine doesn't touch his carbon because Rabbi Shomer is a kayan himself. So Rabbi Shomer gets the entire carbon for himself. What if Rabbi Shomer says, hey Dani, you know what? Here, take care of this. Go, take it. You're going anyways to the Bishamikdash. Take my carbon. Then Dani Fine gets it, not Rabbi Shomer. So, says it has to come into your possession to that mishmar. Another kayan cannot come and take it away from him. This gezelag ger, this thing that you stole from a ger. Actually, he's holding on to it. Sorry, once it's in his possession, this kayan, certainly nobody should be able to grab it. So says the Gemara, not a good logic. That's different. Something that has no connection to. If the Kayan gives his carbon to another Kayan, so nobody else has a schus in it. But over here, when it comes to the Gezel Ager, every Kayan in the world has a little piece of it. So why in the world do you think that you're entitled to 100% of it? Every Kayan has a piece of it. So the Gemara says, you're right. Since every Kayan has a piece of it, let's divide it by all the Kayanim. You take it and you give it to all the Kayhanim. Question Rabbi say. What about he himself? He's also kind. Does he get a piece? He just brought it to the Bisamikdos. The Gemara said maybe you should get 100% of it. Says so Gemara, no, but everybody has a little piece of it. So let's give it to everybody. What about he himself? Yes or no? Anybody? It's a yes or no question. That what? Wow, that's a chiddush. Nobody says that one. He's saying you should borrow and take. So it's a machleik zacharayim here. If he gets or not, if he gets to keep his piece. Fine. Says Gemara, Vaksiv ve'ish es kadoshav la'yiu that every kain that brings a carbon, who gets to who gets the carbon, that kain. So now, don't forget, this guy, he's bringing a asham together with what he stole from the ger. He's bringing the million dollars plus a carbon. Who gets the carbon? Asham. He himself, the kayan that, that brings the carbon, is the carbon, he gets it. So therefore, he should be entitled to everything. Why? Because it says about Vish as Kadash of Layu. So Mela, it should go together, the Ashim and all the money. It says, No, this kayan happens to be, he's Tame, he doesn't get the carbon. If he wasn't Tame, he would get the carbon, maybe he'd get the money. But since he's Tame, he doesn't get carbon. It says that he has a, a piece of it. He says, Rashi, he doesn't ha- even have the hide. Even though a kayan that's usually Tomei does get a piece of the hide, not in this case. We punish him. He doesn't get anything. So maybe, Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. But it's considered... He doesn't, ha- he doesn't get the hide. He doesn't even have the hide. says the Gemara, you're right. Here's the Gzeri Shava. It says the word Lakayim by us in our, in our Pasuk. But it also says Zdeachuz. What's the case of Zdeachuz or Rabbi more and more Yedis and Shas. A person gets a field from Yeshua Benun. He goes and he decides to be a big tzaddik. He donates it to the Beis HaMikdash. What's Beis HaMikdash going to do with it? They're going to sell it, try to make some profit. The halacha is that after they sell it to, let's say, some random Yisrael, when Yoival comes, 
that field becomes the Koyhanim's. But here's the kicker. Which Koyhanim get it? Those that are on the Mishmar that they... So, and you have to wait another 50 years. Maybe your Mishmar will come up. You have a 1 in 24 chance every 50 years. Don't, don't count on it. Bekitzer! What if a Koyhan buys the field off the base of Mignosh? So that's the same as far as that we're talking about now. The same logic. That what? One of the Koyahanim went to the Beis Hamikdash to the Gizbar and says, I want to buy that field. It's perfect. It's right next to mine. When Yoival comes, that field goes to all the Koyahanim in that Mishmar. We divided it in 25,000 or wherever many Koyahanim are in that Mishmar. But he says, listen, I already farmed this field for the last 10 years. Let me just keep it. Same swara like here by the ger. I'm already holding on to the gezel ger to be all mine. If somebody else comes with a field, I get a piece of it, one, 20, one of 25,000. So over here, certainly, I'm already holding on to it. It should be completely mine. And we said before, it's dialogue in Adin. Okay. Tamad loimar. No, the coin has no business taking, taking this field. Okay, it's that, so what do we do? Therefore, when it comes to even though this coin is the one that bought it from the base of this 10 years ago, and he's been farming it, and it says, it looks like his, he must give it up and give it to the, all the Koyanim. So too, by even though it's in his possession, he's the one bringing it to the base of he must give it up, and give it to all the Koyhanim. Raboisai, have a wonderful day. Now, just thinking that based on this, I'm thinking now, he gets a piece of this Sada. He's not a bad guy. He gets a piece of this Sada. So maybe also by Gezel Aguer, he should get a piece of the Gezel Aguer. It's the same we're learning in Xavier Shava. Shirla Malo, it's a soy night, Lord, remind you of Israel.